Take your Bibles, if you will, and turn to the book of First Timothy. First <clears throat> Timothy chapter 4. We have been in a series on Countdown to Courage. Every afternoon we're, we're doing a series called The Letters to Timothy. <clears throat> and this week we started in First Timothy chapter 4. And I was reading a verse and God seemed to really make this verse stand out. <clears throat> and I want to preach on this verse just a little bit today. If I could, we're not going to give you a lot of points uh, as we do sometimes. We're just going to pretty much just hammer one nail continuously today. And I hope it'll be a help to you. First Timothy chapter four in your Bibles. And when you find your place, if you're able to stand, if you'd stand with us this morning, and we're going to read a few verses together today. First Timothy chapter four, and we're going to begin in verse number nine, and then we're going to read down through. Uh, the end of the chapter. 1 Timothy 4 and verse number 9. The Bible says, This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation. For therefore we both labor and suffer reproach because we trust in the living God who is the Savior of all men, especially of those that believe. These things command and teach Let no man despise thy youth, but be thou an example of the believers in word, in conversation, in charity, in spirit, in faith, in purity. We're going to visit that verse tonight. Well, I hope you'll be back tonight. Verse 13, Paul said, Till I come, give attendance to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. Neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given thee by prophecy, with the laying on of the hands of the presbytery. Meditate upon these things. Give thyself wholly to them, that thy profiting may appear to all. Take heed unto thyself and unto the doctrine. Continue in them. For in doing this, wow, look at this. For in doing this, thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear thee. What a verse. What a verse. Take heed unto thyself and unto the doctrine. Notice the word continue. Continue. Continue in them, for in doing this, thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear thee. I want to talk to you about one word today. It's the word Continue. Continue. Continuousness. I started to put that in the title. I guess that's not a word, but we made up a word Wednesday night, so I guess we may make up a word today. Uh, Safety in continuousness. That's the way I was going to title the message today, but but that's probably not uh, correct. So safety in continuing. But our Bible tells us here there is safety in continuing. What a simple thought that I'm going to try to give you this morning, but life-changing. Or maybe I could say it like this, life-saving. Life-saving. It may save you. It may save your marriage. It may save your home. It very likely save your children. And so I want you to hang in there with me just for a few minutes as we we talk about that word continue. You may be seated this morning. Father, thank you so much for Calvary. Thank you for giving us this opportunity to meet together as the family of God. 
And uh, we love it. We love this time. We love see, seeing people come in. I'm so glad I go to a church like this, Lord, where everybody's welcome, where everybody's somebody. Lord, where we get to serve the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Father, where we have the opportunity to come together and, and just for a few moments we, we get the privilege of just focusing on Him and shining the spotlight on Him. Oh man, He is so deserving. God, I pray today that you'll help us to, as Brother Brandon prayed a moment ago, that we'll, we'll, we'll tune everything else out. And just for a few minutes, Lord, we'll focus on our blessed Savior. Father, knit our hearts together as you've done so many times through the years. And I pray that, Lord, that we'll not just hear, but I pray that this truth will lodge in our hearts and our minds and our homes, our families, our marriages, our personal walks. And God, I pray because of it that we'll be kept safe. Lord, bless those that are watching by way of live stream today, our wonderful live stream family. I pray that you'll minister to their needs today. Save that one that's lost without Jesus. And God, I pray today that you would encourage that child of God that is a little discouraged for some reason today. And Lord, I pray that you'd help us to realize that the joy of the Lord is our strength. Have your way now in this time. We love you. We praise you. Truly, you're great. In Jesus' name, we pray. And for his sake, and all God's people said, amen. Notice verse number 16. As Paul is writing to this younger man in the ministry, Paul's been at it for a long, long time. In fact, Paul is, is, is getting ready to check out. Paul's getting ready to, to be martyred. And Paul's been preaching now. He's a, a grizzled veteran. And here he is writing this letter to this younger man in the ministry, Timothy. And he says to Timothy in verse number 16, Timothy, take heed unto thyself. Take heed. It means to pay attention to yourself. It means to keep a good hold on yourself and doctrine. Have you ever heard somebody say this? Get a hold of yourself. Get a hold of yourself. That's what Timothy's saying. Timothy, make sure that you pay attention to what you're doing. Pay attention to your ministry. Pay attention to your, your personal life. Pay attention to your testimony. Timothy, get a hold of yourself. There's going to be some, some things that are going to come in your life and your ministry that are, are going to want to shake you to your core. And this older man of God says to this younger man of God, Timothy, get a hold of yourself. Keep a hold of yourself and doctrine. We learned this week on countdown, the countdown broadcast, the word doctrine there means instruction. It means learning, teaching. In other words, Paul is saying, young man, those things that you have learned from me and the other apostles, he's saying that make sure that you keep a good hold of those things. Take heed unto thyself and unto the doctrine. And then he says, continue in them. Continue. The word continue there means to abide. It means to persevere. I love this. It means denoting the action persisted in. It's the, it's the idea of persistence. Now, that's, that's as far as we're going, as far as we're not going to really give you a whole lot of thoughts. I'll put a few things up on the screen, but I, I want to I just 
hit that hammer, that, that nail over and over again. What the Holy Spirit is saying here is this, that once you get saved and begin living for Christ, it becomes very important that you stay with it, that you abide, that you persevere, that you continue. That's what Paul is saying. Timothy, continue. There's gonna be a lot of good days. You continue. But he said there's gonna be some bad days. You continue. There's gonna be some days when you're full of joy. Continue. But there's gonna be some days when you're discouraged. Continue. During those times when you feel really spiritual, child of God, it's important that you continue. But how about this? During those times when you feel a little less spiritual, continue. During those times when you have people supporting you and encouraging you, continue. But when you feel uh, that no one is, is, is uh, supporting you and all have forsaken you, make sure that you continue. Calvary Baptist Church, when it's popular to serve the Lord, continue. But when it becomes politically incorrect to serve Jesus Christ, continue. We are to continue. Continuing, continuance, consistency was a, was a message. You begin to study your Bible, you'll find out that it was a message that was a, a, a very important part of the message to the early church and a very familiar message to the early church was this. Just continue, just stay with the stuff. Abide, persist, persevere. Don't stop, don't stop. But I'm having problems, don't stop. Keep on going, keep on serving, keep on moving forward. Ever forward, never backward. Don't give up the fight, don't stop, don't you. You may despair but don't stop keep on keeping on John 15 9 the words of our Lord as he said this as the father hath loved me so have I loved you continue ye in my love Acts 13 43 now when the congregation was broken up many of the Jews and religious proselytes followed Paul and Barnabas who speaking to them persuaded them to continue in the grace of God. Acts 14, 22, confirming the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to continue in the faith. Or Romans chapter 11, verse number 22, behold, therefore the goodness and severity of God on them which fail severity, but toward thee goodness, if thou continue in his goodness. Continue. Simple message, but a life-changing word. Continue. Now, the Bible says several things. How about this? We, we find this. First of all, the Bible says we're to continue in faith. Colossians chapter one, verse number 22, the Bible says, in the body of his flesh through death, to present you holy and, and unblameable and unprovable in his sight. Verse 23 says, if you continue uh, in the faith grounded and settled and be not moved away from the hope of the gospel. And so we are to continue in the faith. And I want all the young people and all the young married, I want you to really hear your preacher this morning. Because there's in fact a very special promise to young people and young parents. If you continue. The Bible says in 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse number 15, Notwithstanding she, talking about the wife and the mother, notwithstanding she 
shall be saved in childbearing if they continue in faith and charity and holiness with sobriety. Now again, my point being this, that often the Bible teaches us, man, stay in there. Persevere. Persist. Don't give up the fight. Don't stop. I mean, for anything in the world, don't stop. You've got to continue to go on. Continue in the faith. How about this? The Bible says we're to continue in prayer. Colossians chapter four, verse number two. Uh, the Bible says continue in prayer and watch in the same with thanksgiving. The songwriter said, ere you left the room this morning, did you think to pray? In the name of Christ our Savior, did you sue for loving favor as a shield today? Oh, how praying rests the weary. Prayer will change the night today. So in sorrow and in gladness, don't forget to pray. It's so important that you continue in the faith. It's likewise important that you continue in prayer. But how about this? The Bible says we're to continue in the things that you've learned. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse number 14. The Bible says, but continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them. Again, just one thought today, continue. Continue. I hope I'm going to say that word at least 50 times by the time you get dismissed. Continue. I hope when you leave today and get in your car and somebody says, what's your preacher preach on today? And you say, well, he preached on continue. I don't know all the points, but he preached on continuing, just going on, persisting, persevering, not letting up, not stopping, not backing up. Just go on forward, go on forward, keep on moving. Don't give up the fight. Continue, continue, continue. And how many know this morning that great blessing and great lives belong to those who continue consistently in their Christian walk, those who abide, those who persist, those who persevere. And by the way, can I just remind us of this, that the Bible doesn't offer any kind of exemptions to this rule. So God didn't come and say, I want you to continue unless you have a young family and young kids. I know that's difficult. Uh, and, And so if you have younger kids, you don't have to continue. God never came and said, I want you to continue unless there's problems in your life or trials or or tribulation. In that case, you can quit. In that case, you can just throw in the towel. In that case, you can just stop. Again, my point is this, that there is no exemptions to this rule. Listen, don't expect the favor of God if you're on and off and in and out and hot and cold and up and down. Oh, listen, would God, that God would give us some people of God in 2021 who would say, preacher, I may not be super Christian, but i tell you what I will do. I'll just be consistent. I'll just be consistent. I'll continue in the faith. I'll continue in prayer. I'll continue in the things that I've learned. And sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad. And, and sometimes things are, are joyful. And sometimes things are not so joyful. But by the grace of our almighty God, I will continue to move forward for the cause of Jesus Christ. Man, if we could get that message for 2021... We'd have a great message, wouldn't we? I had the privilege, it's been probably a year or two ago now. I had the privilege of preaching a meeting for Pastor Jason Penley up in Yadkinville. We had a good meeting. I know that 
every night when the meeting would get done, Brother Penley would say, Brother Pope, how about going to the back and shaking hands with folks? Gladly done that. I would go to the back. Brother Penley would also come back there with his wife and they would be shaking their people's hands. And Brother Penley's a younger man than I am, but I learned a great lesson that week. You can learn things from younger people. That week as, as I was shaking hands with something with many of his people, his people would come out just like they do here at Calvary Baptist Church a lot of times, and they would be talking to their pastor and they would say, preacher, pray for me. I've got this situation going on. Pastor, pray for us. We've got this burden in our life. Preacher, pray for us. I've been really discouraged this week. Uh, preacher, we really need your prayers. Uh, something happened in the house this week or something happened with one of the children this week. And, uh, and it seemed like without fail, without fail, Brother Penley would always, and I was, I was listening, it seemed like Brother Penley would give them the same piece of advice every single time. And this is what he would say. Well, stay in your Bible. Stay on your knees. Stay in church. I heard him say that probably dozens of times. And by the way, I gleaned from it. I, 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 it helped me. As I was shaking hands and eavesdropping a little bit, uh, as they were coming through and saying, Preacher, we've got this issue. Preacher, we've got this problem. And he would, stay, he would say, stay in your Bible. Stay on your knees. Stay in church. Stay in your Bible. Stay on your knees. Stay in church. Stay in your Bible. Stay on your knees. Stay in church. Stay in your Bible. Stay on your knees. Stay in church. He said that once and again and again and again and again and again. And that's very simple advice. But I got some news for you this morning, church. That's some great advice this morning. You know, listen, you know what this younger pastor was saying to his people that, that he loved them and cared for them. He was saying, man, hang in there. Keep on keeping on. Don't give up the fight. Don't you stop. Don't you back up. You continue. You be consistent. Why? Because that brother knew something that maybe they didn't know, that there is safety in continuousness. There is safety in continuing. You say, preacher, I can't see down the road. Maybe not, but he can. And I'm gonna tell you, when you can't track him, hallelujah, you can trust him, amen. He's in control. God has a plan. You just follow him, and I promise you, he'll always bring you to the destination safe and sound continue continue Mordecai Ham was born in April uh, April 2nd 1877 Scottsville Kentucky he was saved at the age of 8 years old and at 9 he definitely felt like God was calling him to preach the gospel Mordecai Ham Graduated from high school, he decided to go a different direction. And so he joined a college and he began to study law. He was going to be an attorney. At age 21, he finally gave in to God's plan. He quit his business. And the story goes that he gave his partner all of his shares and said, God is leading me a different way. He said, the business is yours. In late 1901, Mordecai Ham preached his first sermon. 1901. And then that man of God continued faithful for the next 33 years. Good days? Oh, yeah. Bad days? You better know it. <laughs> Sometimes the crowds were large. Sometimes the crowds were small. 
But God used Mordecai Ham in a great way. Over 300,000 people came to Jesus Christ because that man continued faithfully in the service of the Lord. But wait a minute now, that's not the end of the story. It was 1934, Mordecai Ham was preaching not too far from here. He was preaching in a place called Charlotte, North Carolina. And one night during that meeting, a tall, lanky farm boy walked into the meeting and he heard Mordecai Ham preach that night and he was captivated by the message. That young man came back the next night and Mordecai Ham preached that night and that night during the invitation, Billy Graham stepped out of the pew and walked an old-fashioned aisle and received Christ as Savior. You say, Pastor, what are you saying? I'm saying, thank God there was a man that said, I'm gonna be faithful. I'm gonna be faithful. I'm gonna continue. I'm gonna be persistent. I'm gonna persevere. Good times, I'm gonna persevere. Bad times, I'm gonna persevere. When I'm up, I'm gonna continue. But when I'm down, I'm gonna continue. By the way, that is the kind of people that God uses and that will be the kind of people that God uses at Calvary Baptist Church. Those who stay with the stuff, stay in the fight. Don't you give up. Don't you sell out. Don't you back up. Don't you let the devil throw you out of the ring. You stay in there and continue you why? Because there is great safety in continuing on for the cause of Christ. Continue. Continue. What a simple word. Continue. Have you ever done this? Have you ever walked in a room and you flipped the, the light switch and all of a sudden there was this burst of light from the light bulb? And it lasted about a millionth of a second. And then there was darkness. And you realized that that was that light bulb's last illumination. It lit up and then it burned out. You know, the truth is, most of the time, when we flip that switch, we expect, listen now, we expect a burst of light. But we also expect that light bulb to continue. We expect that light bulb to continue to illuminate the building. By the way, church, any light bulb that doesn't continue to shine is a disappointment. Any light bulb that doesn't shine, we usually unscrew it from the socket and we discard it. Oh, listen, I want to encourage us in 2021. Man, just keep on, keep on, keeping on. What's the Bible saying here? There's safety in continuing. There's safety in being consistent. Well, you say, preacher, I don't feel good. Okay, I'm sorry you don't feel good, but continue. You say, but preacher, I caught COVID-19. Okay, I'm sorry about that, but you continue. Whatever comes your way, whatever the trial, whatever the tribulation, whatever the trouble, whatever it, whatever it may be. You say, Pastor, I've got family problems. I've got marital problems. I preach, I've got some health afflictions and I'm sorry for that. But there is safety in continuing on and serving the Lord. Don't you stop for anything in the world. Continue. Continue. Boy, God's creation is amazing, isn't it? 
I know, we've, I know we've got a lot of deer hunters in here this morning. And God's creation is an amazing thing. Some have suggested that deer are a beast of consistency. And I agree. I used to be a deer hunter. We used to get into it big time. And you deer hunters know what I'm talking about. My wife and I, I mean, getting ready to turn into the parking lot this morning. Almost hit two deer getting ready to pull in the parking lot. Deer, it's almost like deer have a clock. If you've ever hunted, you know what I'm talking about. Sometimes it's like they come out at the exact same time every single day. You can almost set a watch by them. They'll come out at the same time in the morning, and oftentimes they'll come back out at the exact same time of the evening. They are, they are a beast of consistency. If you walk down in the woods where there's deer, you'll find out there's deer trails, deer paths. Those deer have, have ran that path so many times that they literally wear it down. If, if you want to walk an easy way through the woods, just follow a deer path because they've got it so beat down. It's a, it's, it's a, it's, it's a good way to travel. But experts also tell us that if you drive deer into unfamiliar territory, I never heard this. When a deer is driven into unfamiliar territory, his heart rate begins to increase because he's not familiar with it. He doesn't know where he's at. That deer, because he's nervous and because his heart is beating excessively fast, that deer quickly begins to dehydrate. He doesn't know where the creeks are. He doesn't know where those watering holes are, where he can receive strength. Oh, I'm going somewhere, Calvary. He, he's out of his element. He's out of his, unfamiliar, he's out of his familiar territory. He doesn't know where to go. He doesn't know where to hide. He doesn't know where to lay down. He doesn't know where to drink. And so because of that, he uh, becomes quickly dehydrated. And so it is with the Christian who loses their consistency. They quickly become spiritually dehydrated. That's why they lose their smile. Oh, we're preaching good this morning. That's why they lose their smile. That's why they lose their joy. That's why they lose their shout because they're in, they're in unfamiliar territory. I got away from the watering hole. I got away from that place that sustains me. I got away from that place that keeps me strong and strengthens me. This is all I'm saying. Whatever you do, don't stop, don't stop, don't stop. Persevere, persist, keep on going. And no matter what's going on in your life, just keep on serving Jesus. I mean, come hell or high water, just say, by the grace of God, God, you got me forever. How many believe that postage stamps are way too expensive? They are, aren't they? But I'm going to tell you something I love about postage stamps. They have one great attribute. They stick to one thing until they get where they're supposed to be going. Never, nobody ever looked at a postage stamp and said, wow, that's an amazing thing. No, but I can tell you one great thing about them. They just stick. They just stay. 
They stay there until they reach their destination. Calvary, can I encourage you this morning and remind you that you haven't reached your destination yet. Our destination is heaven. Our destination is, is glory. Our destination is to do the will of God. And whatever you do, don't you stop until you reach that destination. Don't you let anything keep you away from that, from the will of God. Just keep on going and keep on going and keep on going and keep on going until one of these days we see our blessed Lord. An example of continuing and consistency. This man failed in business at age 22. Ran for legislature, but was defeated at the age of 23. Failed in business at age 24. Was finally elected to legislature at age 25. But then at age 26, his sweetheart died. He experienced a nervous breakdown at age 27, was defeated for Speaker of the House at age 29. He was defeated for elector in, at the age of 31, defeated for Congress at the age of 34, finally elected to Congress at the, at the age of 37, but then defeated for Congress at the age of 39. Defeated for the Senate at age 46. Defeated for Vice President at age 47. Defeated for Senate at age 49. And then elected as the President of the United States at age 51. Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. Your point, preacher, my point, he continued. Obstacle after obstacle after obstacle. Problem after problem. Setback after setback. Problem after problem. Trouble after trouble. There is safety in continuing and being consistent. 1 Timothy 4.16 Take heed unto thyself and unto the doctrine. Continue in them. For in doing this thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear thee. Hey, Calvary, if you think for a half a second that Satan is excited about what's happening at Calvary Baptist Church, <laughs> you're mistaken. Please understand something, that in 2021, I guarantee you that some of you are going to have a bullseye on your back. It's going to happen. Especially those who are serving the Lord Faithfully, you're trying to serve the Lord, you're going to have a bullseye on your back. And Satan is going to try his best to take you out. What do we need today? I'll tell you what we need. We need some Christians who will just come today and say, Lord, I'm going to be consistent. I'm going to be faithful. I, I may not even be the greatest Christian in Calvary Baptist Church, but I'm going to continue. I'm going to, I may not have gifts like some of these other folk. Maybe you can't play an instrument. Maybe you can sing in the choir. Maybe you can't sing in the choir. But you would say today, by the grace of God, I'm going to continue. I'm going to continue. Let's bow our heads this morning. Father, thank you so much for this time that we've had together today. Lord, thank you for this 
Thank you for this solemn challenge, Lord, that we must abide. We've got to keep on keeping on. In the good times, but in the bad. Lord, in those high times, we've got, we got to continue. But Lord, in those low times, we have to continue. Because there's safety. There's safety in continuing. Father, I pray today that you'll work in hearts. I pray that you'll help some wonderful decisions to be made today. Lord, I pray because of this, I pray some homes will be spared. I pray some marriages will be revived. I pray some young people will avert disaster. God, have your way in this invitation. I pray that you'll be pleased.